You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan, Steve Peters, who's already texting to start the show. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm doing my work job. <laughs> How are you guys doing on this I'm great. Wednesday? You know, Sean, I don't think Leah will say this, but it's a good day to be a Sun Devil, isn't it? It is arguably the best of days to be a Sun Devil. I'm Turn to the max. Are you guys gonna have a show today? Yeah, we had an emergency pod earlier, but we I don't pay attention to anything. We're going live in is it is it on? Is there an emergency out already? Yes, the emergency you can go watch us first and then go listen to the SU um emerge pod Mm -hmm. and get the big news. We were not gonna talk about it here, but timestamp just to give them a heads up, there sh- there should be a timestamp on when they should probably turn the volume or down. Or take a your headphones off. Do you remember when that was, DP? Uh, the very beginning. Okay. Do not wear your headphones yeah. at the start. Okay. Yeah, Oops. start with the volume Good off God. and adjust from there. We were having a meeting across here and it was un- like literally walls shaking for how yeah. loud DP you know, was 7,000 square foot studio, we could still hear him. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite <laughs> it's, that big, it's but not. It's, it's pretty it's big. It's the same size. It's a pretty big studio. I mean, Bill Armstrong was pretty impressed with he our was. studio, just saying. Same he, size as Craig's walk-in um, closet. Closet, yeah, yeah. Walk-in refrigerator where yeah. he keeps his Pellegrino chilled to Horseshoes a perfect Yep. 36 degrees or whatever it is. Who knows? But that's not why the people <sighs> are here today. Leah. It's 41. Oh, I'm, I'm, excuse okay. me. I'm sorry. It's not why the people are here today watching our show. They're here because oh. Clayton Keller is oh. in Florida. Oh, that. It's his third All-Star game. And he joined us and full transparency, we talked to him a couple hours ago because he has a very, very, very busy day. He couldn't fit into our schedule and do it when we were ready? Yeah, come on. Come on. (laughs) Like he has enough to do. Um, So we caught up with Clayton Keller earlier this morning. Should we just send it right over to Clayton You might as well because that's why you're all here, isn't it? You probably don't want to hear us talk. So let's hear from NHL All-Star Clayton Keller. Thank you so much, Clayton Keller, for joining the show. You're out in Florida for the NHL All-Star Game. Thanks so much for joining. How's it going? How's Florida? No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's good. Just got here uh, late last night, so I um, haven't really got to go outside yet, but the weather's, uh, you know, looks <laughs> unbelievable out. <laughs> nice restful off week for you, right, Clayton? No no events, nothing to do this entire week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no rest at all. <laughs> See, but I, and before we even get into this, that's one of the things that we talked about on the show a lot is you're of the, all the people that need a rest. 
it's Clayton Keller because he's playing 20 minutes a night as a forward. Uh, you didn't get a training camp. How is your body feeling right now? Are you going to be able to at least put your feet up a couple of days before you get back at it against Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, other than some, you know, small interview stuff, uh, I have a lot of family coming down, so I will have some time to rest while I'm here. So that's kind of nice. Um, like you said, I haven't really had a rest all season. So, um, you know, I guess, you know, you'll rest, rest in the end. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, you've been really healthy for the most part for your career until last season in March when you broke your leg. What sort of challenges did that injury present to you mentally and just kind of wrapping your head around being out that long and all the work that you had to do to get back from that? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it was just tough because, you know, I wasn't able to get around uh, very well for, you know, a really long time. And um, usually in the summer, I'm super active and um, doing a lot of things outside and, you know, training, things like that. So, um, I think the toughest part was just uh, kind of going at my own pace and taking it day by day and uh, just being super patient. And um, I think, you know, in the end, it like I said, it just got a little bit better every day. And um, that was, you know, positive. We heard the timeline for when you might come back pretty soon after the injury. Obviously, I, I mean, I think it was very early in the process that that Bill started saying it, that you were ahead of the timeline already. When did you get a sense that, that things were progressing really well and you probably would be ready for the season opener, which shocked the hell out of all of us? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know, that's a tough question. I think, um, you know, like I said, every day seemed to get better, but it was just, you know, slow progress. And, um, you know, I was limping for a while and then just even certain positions um, that I'd put my leg in the gym or um, just – normal everyday things um sometimes I would kind of feel it and um, I was kind of just waiting for that day to pass I guess and when I started skating too I would get sore and um sometimes you know the next day I would skate I would be you know I wouldn't be myself out there and um you know I think just like I said everyday skating um everyday life just got back to normal and then I was able to you know get back at it it took a couple of games for you to get into your rhythm and play Clayton Keller hockey. But every time we looked at the score sheet, your name would be on it. You know, you're through the first 20 games and you were still a point of game player, even though it was kind of quiet. This last 15, you've really picked up the offense, the hat trick, the goals are coming in. How do you evaluate your season at the midpoint? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, early on it was we were struggling a little bit and then, you know, we got you know, we had some guys hurt and we had, you know, some guys come back here uh, lately and have really helped us out. But, you know, I think um, overall it's uh, it's been good. I knew the first, you know, half would be a little rough um, just, you know, with not playing. Uh, you know, I've never gone that long in my life without skating or doing anything like that. So, you know, I knew it would take some time. And like I said, I had, you know, to be patient and, um, you know, just trust the process and, um, you know, I think, you know, every month got better and, um, you know, starting to feel, you know, that same mindset, um, when I was playing last year. So this is your third NHL all-star game. Curious what your thoughts are on the three on three format for the all-star game. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fun. I think, um, 
everyone would probably, you know, rather have three on three. Um, you know, there's more space out there. <laughs> this is Clayton Keller hockey. Are you kidding? <laughs> Perfect. You can, you, can uh, you know, try some crazy stuff or whatever. But, you know, I think, you know, three on three is fun for the fans and uh, things like that. Do you actually pull something out of the bag of tricks, like for, for this sort of format that you wouldn't try maybe in a, a regular game? Um, I don't know. Maybe on like a breakaway or or maybe tr- making a certain pass, yeah, but um, I don't know. I think, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's all your instincts and and uh, what you trust. Yeah. Um, I know you're you're taking part in the skills challenge. Uh, we were just talking about this off the year, so we'll get to that in a minute. But you've obviously been to two previous All-Star games. So what's what's your favorite skills challenge event that you've either seen or participated in from the past two All-Star games? Um, I don't know. I think it's, uh, the, you know, the ones kind of, you know, off the border kind of always unique and fun to watch sometimes and, you know, going to different places and kind of doing something that's a part of their culture or something like that. So I think, you know, those ones are always uh, fun to watch too. Yeah. The Vegas ones with the fountain were, were pretty cool to watch. There was talk that they were actually going to fire frozen burgers into <laughs> Gator's mouths at this one. I, I'm guessing maybe PETA got involved and put the kibosh <laughs> on no. that one, but I got, I got to tell you, I would have watched it if they had involved Gators. So <laughs> tell us about the skills challenge that you are about to take part in what, what you know about it, if anything, at this point. Yeah, I think it's, uh, like a mix of hockey and golf and, um, you know, that'll be uh, interesting, and I'm sure, you know, guys are looking forward to, to do that. So I don't really know too much about it, but, um, you know, I'll just make sure I have a good time with it. This sounds, honestly, like, we talk about he's got his kind of, like, work. This literally sounds like a Clayton Keller dream vacation. Taylor hockey and golf. This event. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's a big golfer in the Valley. Hockey and, a, and, golf. and a very good golfer, by the way. Yes. Now, I'll say it because you won't say it, but pretty much anyone you ask on the team will tell you. Clayton Keller is the He's best the golfer on the team. The only one who might take issue with that is no longer here, and that's Phil Castle. But, you know, that's that's just Phil <laughs> but talking. You're right. so. like he, but can you imagine him putting a hockey stick in his golf bag? Like, Kels, this is ideal for you. But that brings us to the next question. So it's a funky event that brings golf and hockey together. And we talked about those unique events. If the All-Star Game, or more importantly, when the All-Star Game comes to Arizona... Can you think of any of these unique events for the All-Star Skills competition that would fit in the state of Arizona? Um, I mean, I feel like you'd have to do something with golf, wouldn't you? I do too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Golf, could we could we shoot a puck over the Grand Canyon? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't no, is think that too far? Be very happy about is that, that too far? No. <laughs> Never mind. Let's let's go to somebody who might have good thoughts, Clayton. <laughs> I think they should try to get it to the 16 at TPC or something. Oh, that's and a good idea. And the timing is perfect. It's getting built. Yes, it is. It's ready. See, you yeah. should be in marketing. <laughs> Give up <laughs> this <laughs> hockey thing. Go into marketing. That's a fantastic idea. It is actually. brilliant. I'd like idea. to see that. Yeah. Would, 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 if, if they host the All-Star game here, they're going to. Gary Bettman has, has promised that if when, I think it's a when, the arena gets built. Does that feel special for you to host it in your hometown? Do you like getting out of town? Or would it, would it be maybe more restful just to just to stick around and have it in Arizona and basically show people your city? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know any team that gets the All Star Game is uh, you know super happy to happy to you know host it and um, have their fans be able to to be there. And obviously, it's it's great for the players too, and you don't have to travel. Um, 
during break sometimes, and I'm sure you know a lot of players wouldn't mind coming to Arizona also. So you've been in the league for a long time now. It's your third All-Star game. When you do an event like this, are there guys that you've become friends with around the league or for even some guys you played with when you were younger or you mentioned your family coming? Do you spend most of the time with them? Um, I would probably say a little bit of both. I mean, obviously there was, you know, a decent amount of guys that I played with, um, you know, before the NHL, U.S. program, things like that. Um, but, you know, it's always super nice to spend time with, you know, my family and, um, I have some friends coming out this year, too, so um, it'll be, be nice to spend a lot of time with them. Well, Clayton, we can't thank you enough for um, you know giving us your time. I know you got a busy couple days there, but hope that you get to relax and enjoy and spend some time with family and, like you said, put your feet up and take a breath, but it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. So, Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Kels. Thanks, Kels. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you again to Clayton Keller. I know he has an extremely busy schedule this week. Um, and, you know, we also want him to get his rest. So just to give us not much of that 10 minutes of his time was greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, I believe because I did this last year that you can actually bet on the NHL All-Star Game mm-hmm. on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I just checked it. It's not up at the moment, but as it gets closer on the day, we will check those odds. I mean, it's a complete craft shoot but it, it's huh. fun yes it, it's fun you know like for all the critiques about the nhl all-star game it, it if you want to add that betting element for yourself that would be a really fun way to do it so i'm going to keep checking back on DraftKings. i'll let you all know um, what the odds are especially for the central division team that clayton keller will be on but the super bowl is also coming up and that's another really 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 fun event to bet to bet on in terms of just the crazy things you can put money on so if you want to do that download the DraftKings sportsbook app use the code phnx and new customers can bet five dollars on super bowl 57 and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly that's only at DraftKings sportsbook with code phnx minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply void in ohio see show notes for details And speaking of Super Bowl, if you're planning a Super Bowl party or you're going to one, you don't know what to bring, I got an easy one for you. Mountain Mike's Pizza. Just order a couple pies, bring them over. I promise you, everyone will be happy. They also have unreal, like, garlic stick, like, breadstick things, Mm. wings, salad, all of it. Great. I think it's your your team bring a pizza to an event Uh, that you need to bring food to. You always do that. It's always what you bring. Any kind of pot. I bring pizza. And and everybody likes it. <laughs> uh, I might get it delivered. We'll see. I'll be right there. Irish pizza. I'll be right there. Oh my god! Right so if you want, Pizza's check acceptable out at anything. <laughs> check out Mountain Mike's Pizza. Head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa, Chandler, or Tucson locations to place your next order. And a reminder: new diehards get fifty dollars vouchers upon signing up to be a diehard. So another great perk to becoming a diehard. Well, what do you guys think about talking to Kells? I just feel bad that he doesn't i see like all of the there's like a huge group of coyotes in mexico on vacation together (laughs) like partying on a boat and keller's like talking to us at nine in the morning on a wednesday so i hope he does get some rest this week he's been busy all week i'll be honest when i I had a a conversation with him for a story that i'm gonna write on friday so i took up even more of clayton keller's time during what's supposed to be a break but yeah he's got stuff planned i mean he's trying to spend some time with families that you guys know pd especially it's exhausting to spend time with family. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 we said it during the interview. There's no player that needs the rest more yes. on this Coyotes club. Maybe Veggie, but but Clayton Keller's playing more minutes than he's ever played. 
coming off a season where he broke his leg. So he needs this break. And I, I know he just has the one event today and he'll get some time to put his feet up and the weather's good and it's in Florida. Yeah, at least it's in Florida. But it's still <laughs> traveling across country. And, yeah. and, and and I hope before they play the Minnesota Wild in a, you know, in a week. Less than a week. Less, less than a week. Than a week yeah. now, Is that a Monday that game? He, that he does it's get a, a chance to, to rest. He'll come back on Sunday. Yeah. Ooh, boy. But he'll, you know. So a typical Coyote road trip, actually. Fly clear from one side of the, <laughs> the country, country to the other, other and have fly. one day off in between. And that's your travel day, actually. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of typical for the But guys. I will say he, he was in a really great mood, it seemed like. And, we, you know, we talked to him last year. I just feel like, you know, and, and this is an inside joke. Like he had light on his face um, for this one. So we appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. And he framed as he's getting better at this. <laughs> at, at, at understanding. Are Kelsey? We are. For the first well, yeah, the, the first interview Lee and I did with him, literally had the curtains drawn it was in complete yeah, was darkness Clayton Keller and the witness protection program <laughs> you can open the, no can you open the window no I'm okay. <laughs> okay oh man but he did say that he is participating in that golf competition which when we found out about it we said Clayton Keller has to do this so when we found out today no that question. he is doing that I'm thrilled because that is almost made for him yeah it's, it's tailor-made for it and when I talked to him for the story it hadn't been announced yet. We didn't know what he was going to be participating in. I'm like, it's got to be this. If the, if it isn't this, just tell me who to call because you yeah. need to be in this event. Yeah, and I love also like <laughs> he really doesn't even know what's going on with it. He's like, he, he, he didn't really know. But I think he's going to do it. I mean, like I would put a good wager on Keller to but don't you think, win or do well in this one. I mean, traditionally hockey players, they're good golfers. I mean, the, the summers are off. They have the free time to to, to, to play golf. I think this is a really cool event that, like you said, it highlights Florida mm-hmm. and their skill set. I I know a lot of these all-star things are fun and these competitions are fun. As soon as they tee off with their pucks and sticks, it's game on. Like, they're going to be competitors. Yeah. They're competitive. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know it's a made-for-TV event, but it's going to be a fun one to watch. Good. And as we've talked about before, I know some people are like, oh, all these clown show things that they do. No. It's the all-star game, all right? The game doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. You you, you don't you don't gain anything by being the winning team in the all-star game, unlike some other sports. I'm looking <laughs> at Jesse Freeman next to me over here. Um, so go have fun. That's what it's about. Have fun. Three-on-three three is a great format. It, it Like you said, Leah, and, and in the all-star game, three-on-three three is even more of a crapshoot yeah. in the all-star game than it is when you're actually playing for a win. It's just they're having fun. Let them have fun. Let them create fun events because this is to sell the game more than anything. This is a marketing opportunity for the NHL to sell the game and to sell its personality. So do whatever you can on that front. We all know the NHL hasn't done enough in the past to push the individuals within its sport. And part of that is the culture of the NHL where it's always team first, but they can do a better job of that. And I think this this is a perfect example. Like you're just representing your division. It's not, it doesn't like, it doesn't they're, they're competitive, so they want right. to win, but it doesn't matter. So at, at that point, you might as well show off a little bit of skill. And that's what I like. And I know Petey has a thing about not liking the breakaway competition. I That happens to be one of my favorite events. Goalie. Just he's got yeah. PTSD I from I, it. I just love like when the players get creative, like the stuff we've seen Ovechkin do in the mm-hmm. past. Like To me, that's fun because you really do get to see the personality of the players that otherwise – rarely do you get to see throughout the course of the season and we're starting to at least see it a little bit teams are being more relaxed about fashion coming into games and I know that seems like such a small part but as far as marketing yourself like with with the way social media is now 
a picture of a player walking in and like that can go viral yeah. in any medium, you know, and, and it's like, oh, this is hockey. Like, this is cool. Yeah. I want to tune into hockey. I think those things are underrated, important. You know, you bring up something that, that, that I've thought about in the past. I'm glad you said it, like with the breakaway competition for the Olympics. I want them to go to more of like an Olympic judging system for these things. So it, the goal matters, of course, that that works into your score. But I want the artistic score as like, well. Like so, the dunk contest. Yeah. And you could even have like a panel of ex-NHL players yeah. you know, holding up cards or, or, you know, putting it up on a digital board to rank them. I'd love to see stuff like that. Just have fun with it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think they're finally getting the the NHL is getting it. It's personalities matter. And that's what makes people that aren't true diehard hockey fans tune into things yep. like games and playoffs and all-star matchups. They need to promote the personalities. And the NHL is getting better and better at that right now. Yeah. And I really loved Kel's suggestion about the using utilizing the TPC 16th hole grandstand oh for an Arizona team event. By the way, genius! It literally of all, has to happen. None of us had thought about that. He just pulls that out today, and it like right now the TPC 16th hole is ready. Like it's in it's next weekend. So yeah. if the All Star game was let's just say now in the future, it would be ready. It would be ready to go. Is Brad Marchand at the All Star game? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering, because I'm wondering if there's a, a pie like a pie eating contest. contest. Yeah, it'd be, <laughs> be pretty cool. Shut your pie hole, Craig. <laughs> that, that is actually we thought about renaming our show. Shut your pie. Shut hole. your pie hole. Well, Craig. We thought about just saving that, but every time we want you to stop talking, yeah, we'll just flash it on the screen. Totally should do that. Yeah. Shut your you pie hole. Told Craig. me you should have just rolled it out. Maybe we should just print it out and yeah. I can just hold yeah, it up. Maybe can that be like a new T-shirt for us? Right? <laughs> Shut your pie hole, Craig. Oh my god, I love it. that's unreal. I oh. think you've reached the pinnacle of sports media. The mountain when Brad Marchand's telling you to shut your yeah. pie hole personally. <laughs> Tell us in the chat, would you buy that t-shirt if we sold that t-shirt? Shut, shut your, your pie, pie hole, Craig. Craig. I Comma, would. Craig, because I'm 10. a writer. Yep. Merry Christmas to everybody one on my in, list. One in every color. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. Oh, my God. I love it. I love oh it, too. Oh, my God. Well, maybe before you, you know, do the pie eating contest, take a, an OGs because, you know, mm. get, get the munchies. Oh, boy. And, Here we go. Eat the it's pies true. better. But if you don't want to eat pie but you want to eat something that tastes like pie you can eat OG's gummies because their flavors are. are so good orange creams cold berries and cream strawberries and cream hitting the self shelves soon that's a mouthful um but i can't say enough how, how delicious OG's are and how good they are and how there's a gummy for any occasion they have microdose gummies too which is really great so just like something for all of your needs and we love OG's cuz they're locally made they're scratch made and you can get them anywhere at your local dispensary um so you must be 21 or older to enjoy those but we absolutely love ogs and uh speaking of things we love we also love underdog fantasy and with the nhl kind of off this week it's been a little quiet there's no nfl this week either i know but there's still nba nba there's still all the other sports that you can play underdog for on underdog fantasy um so if you want to play the pick'em game if you want to do daily fantasy all those things you can do on underdog we have a lot of fun doing it doing the drafts the small group drafts um, for daily fantasy or the pick'em game is one of our favorites so check out underdog fantasy it's super easy to get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with the code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 dollars also i want to um acknowledge a couple of ideas that were in the chat if you don't mind scrolling up sean um speed golf robert said how many holes completed in one hour but okay. we need to find a hockey tie-in somewhere there maybe yep 
And then Loyal Sif said, I feel like an Arizona All-Star event has to have a lasso somewhere in there. <laughs> oh. I like it. Hey, listen. If, Shane Doan approves. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I got to say, if Arizona is anything like the national media is portraying it as in their graphics for the Super Bowl, which is just like the wild, wild west. And a cactus. Like. On a mountain. How about the freaking, uh, like the stadium on the Grand Canyon? Like. If, oh, they, there's definitely going to be like a wild west shootout. Like it's going to be. Oh, like brilliant! Trying to shoot at like a old what, bandit or something. I don't know if it's if it's ASU getting a, a four-star <laughs> California quarterback. Sean's been but on Sean one has today. been absolutely in fuego today. He is on a heater with his marketing ideas. Brilliant! An old west shootout. Yeah. Then the media can get their old west shots with the cactuses and the tumbleweeds. What's that place out by Apache Junction Goldfield. They could do it out there. I don't know. I don't leave town. Out there. But there you go. That, I have a, a slightly brilliant. more fleshed-out idea. So it's like an old-timey, like, duel where you take yes. the 10 steps and you got to turn around, but it's a shooter and a goalie. And they have to, like, the, someone will count down and they got to turn around and then... And then they shoot. The music and like, scores yeah. Are you kidding me? From the good, the bad, and the ugly playing. Love it. See, that's the kind of stuff. We're called Gary. Put it on Craig's Gary right. Bettman list. And by the way, Gary Bettman, 30 years as NHL commissioner. Yeah, unreal. That is unreal. So, Gary, congratulations. Um, we, we have a, a whole list of things that we want to talk to you about. So, if you're free anytime, listening I know you have a ton Florida. of time on your schedule um, to, to pencil us in for, for a meeting because we have a lot of ideas. We do. We do. Um, by the way, Roaring Fork said, take my money in terms of buying that shirt. So, I oh, feel yeah. like. <laughs> Shut your pie hole, Craig. I, I swear. And then SZ we, said, punctuated said, correctly, said, I'm in. Punctuated correctly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, we haven't we, we missed a whole lot of news in the time between our last time being live, which is that the first domino of the trade market has fallen. Um, and that is Bo Horvat is officially off the market. The Islanders and Vancouver Canucks did a trade on Monday that sent Bo Horvat to the New York Islanders for Anthony Villiers, prospect forward Atu Rati. I hope I'm saying that right. It could be Atu Rati. Two, um, and per a Chris Peters, right? Yes, per, per Chris, Chris Peters, Peters. and a conditional 2023 first round pick that is top 12 protected. So if it is a top 12 pick, it will move to a 2024 first round pick. First of all, I'm curious, what are your guys' thoughts, just in general, your initial reactions to this trade? Hmm. I thought, yeah, I, I, hmm? <laughs> I'm not sure. Reaction. Um, hmm. The Islanders, I, I get where they're going. The Islanders, hey, when the Islanders are good, the Islanders are good. I like some pieces of that team. They, Anders Lee and Nelson, um, when Barzell's playing well, they have some pieces. Dobson's been hurt. Their goaltending has been solid. I'm not convinced that Bo Horvat is the missing piece. Lou Lamarillo has shown he knows more than me when it comes to hockey, so I guess I will trust him on this one. Well, but both got 30 goals already with a team that doesn't score a lot. Yeah, so maybe sure. maybe he's a guy that can add that secondary scoring or he can be the primary scoring and leave the secondary scoring to to players like Barzell. Yeah, it, it, he's not a number 1 center, right? It's like a number 2. So is so is Matthew Barzell to be honest, but if if you have two of those guys at the top of your lineup, maybe you can get it done. I I don't get this trade. I, I sometimes teams don't they're not realistic with where they are in their process. I hate to say this with for for Islander fans, but I feel like the window's already closed on that. They had their opportunities. They got close. They did. Get and they decided close. to get rid of a coach that helped them get there, which was a, just a bizarre decision to me. And Barry Trotz, of course, is who I'm talking about. But 
I don't think this puts them over the top. I don't. Yeah, they're, just, they're the team that, that started off while well, they went on a big losing streak. They, they just get their, their last game. They won before the All-Star break, unless they had another one. They won two. They won two, so they yeah. won two straight coming into the All-Star break. Maybe this gives them the bump. Maybe it does. Getting great um, goaltending. So that's, It's funny, though. Yeah. We talked about marketing and marketing of teams. So Vancouver's Twitter tweets out the picture of Beauvillier's jersey. Number, I think it was 72 Beauvillier. Does, yeah. Is that moving the needle? For a Vancouver Canuck fan that just saw their coach, that whether you love him or hate him, that they all cried over their coach leaving, and you bring in Tockett, Horvat, one of the few offensive bright spots on a team that's struggling with offense, he leaves, and then you go, hey, how excited are we to see Beauvillier? Well, not at all. Like, you know. I mean, I do think that... Vancouver Canucks fans were realistic that Bo Horvat was not yeah. going to end the season of Vancouver Canucks. Right. The, the funny thing is he was selected to represent Vancouver at the no. All-Star game, and now he's a New York Islander. Like, what do you do? We'll see. What are playing you doing? Because he's in on the West, and he's playing now traded to the East. I don't know because, as Coyote fans know, we talked about All-Star, just a brief comment. We're not diving in deep. Same thing, John Scott representing the Coyotes. He was gone, and... <laughs> But he was in the American League by the time he made the All-Star Game, and there was no Arizona Coyote representative. So what happens to the Vancouver Canucks and the All-Star Game? To be determined, and more importantly, turn into their shows, because it's not our deal to talk about yeah. HK. I just I just <laughs> thought, just going back to the trade, I just thought it was an interesting move for New York, because, I mean, they're right there in the wildcard mix. They're only two points back of a wildcard spot. However, Pittsburgh and Buffalo have games in hand over them. Um they have 55 points. Pittsburgh has 57. So it's just like it's almost a Hail Mary in a sense because yeah. if you make this move and you've now given up a first-round pick, and granted it is top 12 protected, which I'm sure they did that on purpose, mm -hmm. but let's just like let's just say it's pick 13. Like that sucks. And now like what do you do if you're the Islanders? Yeah. It's just – it's such a gamble. I think that was the thing that was a little bit surprising to me. And then did Vancouver get a good enough return? Maybe. I mean it depends what the pick. We'll see how it plays out. But it's – you know, the the other thing, and I, I know you want to talk about this, is how it sets the market. And you have to be – you have to be careful with, uh, you know, just sort of the sweeping well – They've set the market now. Well, there are a lot of variables inside that. What are teams' needs? What is this particular team's needs? Um, there are a lot of things to look at, right? What, what does the money look like? What does what the contract situation look like going forward? So in some ways, yeah, it can set the market. You can get, okay, well, if this guy's worth this, well, what's this guy worth at that point? But it's it's tricky. It's not as simple as saying, well, he's, we've set the market now. We know what to expect for these other trades because there are so many variables that come into play when you're making one of these deals. And this is one of the things, too. You always look at who won the deal. And one of the things I don't like how short-sighted people yes. can be when be you're evaluating a already. trade. Yeah, you're grading. How do you really? grade this right now? They Literally no one's played. Yep. And the draft pick, you don't know where the draft pick is. You don't know where it falls in. You don't know who the player is in the draft. This may be years. If the Islanders somehow squeak into the playoffs, it's a win. Uh, for me, it's a win. And it could be a win-win. For both sides, but if they get into the playoffs and Bo Horvat produces any offense for them, it's a win for the Islanders. They did their job. I, I think there's so much time left to tell. The concern for me with the Islanders is what Leah said: is there's so many teams right in that spot, and one we haven't mentioned is the Florida Panthers. Yeah, we're behind the Islanders, and this is the President's Trophy winner from a year ago. So uh, there's no guarantee this Islander team is playing for the playoffs here in, in the next few months. So is it a win if they just get into the playoffs as the Islanders, or do you have to make a run? I think the expectations are a run. 
I think from where they are in the standings, I think they're lucky to get in. Yeah. And then what? Then what do you play, Boston or Carolina? Yeah. And then do you resign uh, the oh, player? That, well, that's the thing. Because yeah, do you resign him and you rented him to get in? Yeah, because he does. They want to resign This is his, the do. last year of his deal. So if you're going to give up all of that for a rental for a team that right now is on the bubble, like, you know, you look at a team, let's just say a team like Boston, who is squarely in the playoffs, they're a Stanley Cup yeah. contender. For them to give up assets for a rental run. makes sense because we know that that team's capable of yes. going yes. on a run. For a team that's on the bubble, you can't, like they have to resign him to make this worth it because totally you agree. can't have a rental when you're in that position. I you just can't. That's a great point, Leah. Great point. That they, they, I think they want to resign him, and I think there is talk that he wants to resign there too. That makes more sense to me. If you're renting, and we've seen that here with the Taylor Hall deal, unless you're making a run and you realistically have a chance to win the Stanley Cup. It's hard to rent a high-profile player like that and give up those kind of assets. One more thought on that. In, in terms of the desire to re-sign, people, people, some, some people may think that, oh, the conversations start now about re-signing. And they, they have talked about that. But teams will have an inkling of whether this is possible before they even complete a trade. It happens all the time, sure. whether it's supposed to happen or not, you know, in different situations. They'll have an inkling. But, yeah, I completely agree. If, if you don't re-sign this player, this trade makes no sense to me at all. I don't. I don't make this trade if you don't get him re-signed. Then I think that this is a lose for the Islanders unless they go on and win the cup because that's when you make this kind of deal when you need this piece to push you over top to win a cup or at least get to the cup final. I just don't see it with the Islanders, so they better get him re-signed. Yeah, well, that for me, and I know, like you said, you can't evaluate the whole trade market based on one move, but it does bring up. Jacob Chikrin, because we've known that the ask for Chikrin has been high. It has been a first round pick. It has been a prospect. Mm -hmm. It has, you know, maybe even another young player. That's pretty much granted protected, but that's pretty much what the Islanders gave up for Bo Horvat, who has no term left versus J someone like Jacob Chikrin, who has term left on his deal at actually a very cap friendly right. rate. So if anything, the thing that came up for me with this deal was thinking like what Bill Armstrong has been asking for and holding out for, I think it's possible for him to get it. And you can look at precedent, right? Like, like look at the Brandon Hagel trade. You, there are other trades where you're like, wow, look at, look at what they got. When you hear, oh, it's an exorbitant price. When you hear that coming through the mouths of media members, you're hearing the GMs of those teams that are, are interested in Chikrin, but don't want to pay the price. You're hearing them speaking and, and they're trying to drive the price down. Just think back to the Darcy Kemper trade, right? I bring this up all the time. I know so many people kept saying they're never going to get, you don't get a first round pick for a goalie. He got a first round pick for a goalie. And I know the circumstances were right because they had just lost Philip Grubauer, but you just don't know what situation teams are going to be in right at the trade deadline. There may be desperation. There may be teams that are, have injuries on defense or they really feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm getting pressure from ownership to make a move. All of those things come into play and, Bill has shown over and over and over again, he's going to be patient. He's not going to pull the trigger if it's not a deal that he feels moves his team forward. And I think you've seen it multiple times here. Christian Dvorak, not yep. worth a first. Uh, Oliver ekman Larson, you can't unload that contract and get anything good. Beck, we're the first. I think now that you've set with Bo Horvat, does set that price. And now they ask for Jacob Chicken. And I'll tell you this, there are teams that want Jacob Chicken to play for them, period. End of story. Yes, they want to play. Whether they can fit him in to their lineup, 
Do they have the, 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 the assets to give back to make the Coyotes happy? Can they fit them into their system? Can they fit them under the cap? All of those things are true. But there are teams that want Jacob Chickram to play for them. Period. Yep. And they see him fitting in top four, and they can help them win. So I think the bar is getting set. I don't think it's a big ask anymore. And the closer you get to the to the trade deadline and the closer that gap gets to in or out or making this a run, I think that price is going to be made. My concern with Chicka specifically is there are so many moving parts to it. I personally believe this is the summertime draft deal as opposed to a trade deadline this year. And it could, and that's when the price could change, as we've said on the right. show already. If if somebody comes and says, I'll give you the number 10 overall pick yeah, and it's, this prospect yes. for Jacob Chicken, okay, because now I know where that pick value is, you and know it's a top 10 pick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I just think, and, and maybe as we've seen over and over, I'm wrong. I think I'm 50-50. I we'll think see. I think like this for me has been a roller coaster because I was so sure he was going this summer and then he was part of the team. Yeah. And then I was so sure he's going to get traded. And then, you know, he you know, you wrote your story and it seems like he's having a good time. And we had Bill Armstrong on the show who literally sat here and said, like, oh, I mean, there's a chance he doesn't get traded. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, no, he's not getting traded. And then, you know, this trade happened. And I thought, oh, well, it could definitely still happen. So I've just been on a journey yeah. for this one. <laughs> I'm 50-50. Nothing will shock me at this point. And I probably will still get shocked. But there's only a month left um, that you can still make trades. So it's if it doesn't happen in the next month, then it can't happen until after the season ends. So, or at all. It's very, very interesting. But I promise you we will keep tabs on it. And I promise you if he gets traded randomly in the middle of the day, we will go live for an emergency live show. But um, until then. We will just continue to keep tabs on it. Petey, I know you had a visit to a special Four Peaks location last night that you wanted to talk about. Okay. No, I said I wasn't going to, I told my wife I wasn't going to talk about it, but here we go. <laughs> Sorry, Heidi. So we know I love my Four Peaks. We had an opportunity. I've never been to the Wilson um, Brewery and Tasting Room in in South Tempe, mm-hmm. uh, Four Peaks Tasting Room. Never been there before. Didn't know what it was. Anticipated in my head the H3 Pub. Not, it's a it's for private rooms, private setting, fantastic. The 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 brewery, the beer, the the where they make the beer, you can see through the yep. glass. It is a massive facility, unbelievable. But when you go to an event there that is labeled from your university as a fundraising event for your university, may not be what you think it is. So my wife envisioned, it's a reunion. We'll go talk about all the great (laughs) times. No, you don't. No, you don't. You go there and they said, do you bring your checkbook? Basically, I mean, they didn't. I don't want to be that rude. But it it wasn't the big fun event like we were thinking, you know, your old fight song from your school and everybody talking about their, their great old good old days on campus. It was, hey, here's what we're doing with your money. We need more of it. So thank goodness there was Four Peaks beer on tap. And, and I will say this. It felt like home going up to the tasting board. And you see every beer we're familiar with. We talk about on the show every day. I saw the Wild, the Peach, the Golden Lager. And as people came up not familiar, they would ask what and – and I hate to, to age – I don't know what you call ageism. Um, what, what's a light beer? By the way, because that's who goes to fundraising events, to these events okay. in Arizona. Because we're a retirement community. I don't know if you knew that. So everybody, we were the youngest people there by 20 years. <laughs> and that's not exaggerating. Swear. So if you want to feel young, go to an event like this. And I could look at the, I looked at the young lady and I said, light? Depends if you're looking for just a lager or the golden lager. If you want a little 
bite of citrus, you can go with either the wow or the peach. I recommend all three of them. And they were like, they're like, get like behind the bar. It was like an ad. I yeah. literally feel like I could bartend in four people. 100%. I knew every single beer. Yeah. I knew exactly. And they appreciated me going up. I need a kilt lifter in a while. Boom. Gone. Out of the way. It is Made. a cool facility, though. That's where the Coyote Cellar is amazing. The, the Yes campaign. It's amazing. Facility yeah. is amazing. Beer yeah. was great. I felt like an aficionado <laughs> of the Four Peaks brand. There we go. How Thanks, the University of Northern Iowa, for having what a, such a wonderful event. How big was the check you wrote? We did have to talk about that on the way there. I won't say, but I said, do you have a number in your head? Because they're going to try to get more. <laughs> and we, we we were good. Okay. We held firm. We did not buy a whole new wing to their nursing program. Let's put it that way. <laughs> maybe got a cheerleader, a set of pom-poms. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. It. Go Panthers. Oh, boy. Well, if you want to try Four Peaks, especially with the Super Bowl coming up, another you know great thing to bring to a Super Bowl party to enjoy while watching or the big game. Or a St. Paddy's Day party. Or a St. Paddy's Day party. Uh, the oh, Super Bowl is around God. the corner, so enjoy a nice Four Peaks beverage during the big game. And also, I'm giving another plug for something you can bring to Super Bowl party. Chips and queso from Illegal Pete's. Mm. If you brought that to m- I'm not actually having a Super Bowl party. So if you brought that to mine, though, I would be thrilled. But I might consider bringing that to the one I'm going to um, or just bring a whole like catering set from Illegal Pete's. They're guac amazing. I saw your Guac mail. is green. I'm just saying. Oh, St. Patty's Day. You can bring that to my house. Petey's going to walk off the set, I swear. Probably is. Um, But check out Illegal Pete's. It's so good. I'm literally starving right now. I can't wait for lunch. I want Illegal Pete's. Um, And there's an endless option of fresh ingredients that could fit into any dietary need or restriction. It's a (laughs) no-brainer at all. So check out Illegal Pete's. Um, We love them. And stay tuned for some possible future events. It's our go-to spot for burritos and beer and margaritas and good times. So check out Illegal Pete's. Can, can we say SC? Yeah, do you want to read the comment? I, I do. Okay. Alumni events are never fun. I went to one with my alma mater in Scottsdale. It was a bunch of retired engineers and attorneys, me and a recent grad, I, I'm assuming, um, and, and a husband who did not want to be there. I was <laughs> so the husband true. that did not want <laughs> to so be true. there. So true. Reunions are horrible too, by but, the way. Yeah. But you think it's going to be all your old friends that lived in your dorms. It's, guess what? It's not. No. These people didn't go to school within 20 years of my wife, more or less down the hall of her dorm. We didn't know anybody. And everybody's in the same boat. Nobody's talking to anybody. They're all sitting at the table like they all think it's going to be that big event that, hey, remember that bar we used to? It's not. Okay. So I said on the way home, I said, just to let you know, we will never, ever go to an event like this. For my university. Thank Sorry, goodness there was four peaks, though. And that, that made the event. Yes. Loved it. Sit there and drink Kilt Lifter. It actually made it really fun. So thanks, Four Peaks. And that's today's glimpse inside Petey's marriage. Oh, my goodness. No, but we, we chalked it up as an adventure. That was great. I was positive. I was um, not that mean. Thanks. Okay. Sorry. We're done talking about okay, hockey, sorry. but I have like two more things I want to get to. Number okay. one, Roaring Fork said, tell me we're not going to end the show without talking about PHNX interim G- GM, Bill Armstrong. Um, if you haven't seen that video, it's up right now on PHNX Sports on Twitter, PHNX underscore sports. <laughs> this was an acting masterclass between Bill Armstrong and Steve Peters. Mm-hmm. And we got to just take you a little bit behind the scenes about this because we kind of had the idea for it. And Shane, who do- who does our videography, started to tell Bill Armstrong, okay, like, here's what we're thinking. And Bill literally looks at him and goes, no, 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 no. I got this. I've done this before. 
that whole thing was completely ad-libbed. Ad-libbed, yes. off the cuff. That's the best part <laughs> And when they say it. they planned this, the two people that probably should have told something about it would have been me and GM Bill Armstrong, and neither of us knew what was going on. And it Bill was unreal. So it was Sorry. totally, first take, no script, no, no nothing. No script. That's the other nothing. thing. Like, when we finished our show, that's when I went to Bill and say, hey, would you mind doing this? Yeah. Goes, so yeah. he had no clue it was coming, <laughs> and that's what you got. And like you said, ad-lib. ad Like, I do this every day. So <laughs> It good. was unreal. And it, it was, it, I almost got, I almost started to cry for a moment. I felt like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm getting yelled at. This is like deja vu all over again. But Got to bring your A game, yeah. right? not your B he, he was C great. game. It, it, was, it was so Good. And, and I tell you what, to, to hats off to him for being a sport and participating in that. And and I know what we're trying to do here. Sometimes we're hard on the team and, and some of his decisions, too. And, and for him to understand how all this fits in is just wonderful and, and a testament to, to him. So thanks for coming into the studio. And, and, and I can't believe we were able to get that content. Right. Unreal. So check seriously, check it check out. It's it out. one of the, my favorite things we've ever done. Um, and one last thing, one last, last acknowledgement, Craig. Oh, yeah. Karen McKenzie. It's finally I was happened. Say, where do you win another award? The Nutter Butters. They're here. The Nutter they are. The whole package. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this with Max, but we got a whole case of Nutter Butters to replace <laughs> the almost gone Nutter Butters. I did find uh, an extra box that I had stashed away elsewhere. So You're like a squirrel. I am. You forget where you hide I mean, your, it your, makes your sense. Your is that, and I know is that like in DP's not exactly excited over the prospect of Nutter Butters. Pandering to our diehards. I don't know if that's is thank that you, ethical. Thank you to thank the McKenzie's. Karen. Karen, fantastic again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is, you know, the die the diehards are are the best. And if you want to be a diehard, go to gophnx.com slash diehard. Join the family, join the Discord, read all the unbelievable stories for diehards only, um, for the ones that are locked, and you get some merch, 20% off merch, 20% off events, just a lot of perks to becoming a diehard. So please consider becoming a diehard today and thank you again to Mackenzie's. thank you to everybody here in the chat today thank you again to clayton keller for his time this morning and for chatting with us we appreciate it and we're going to be live i mean the coyotes aren't playing this week but we're still live we'll be back here at 11 a.m thursday and friday tomorrow we're going to do some mid-season awards for the coyotes friday Tempe City Council member Randy Keating will be in studio with us to talk about that upcoming May 16th vote. So you want to tune in for that. So make sure you're subscribed to PHNX Sports on YouTube so you never, ever miss when we go live. And while you're at it, subscribe wherever you get your audio podcasts as well. Leave us a review, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us a lot. And lastly, you can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at Sean underscore DePause. And, of course, follow at PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. Until tomorrow, everybody, have a great rest of your day.